Cable news, noisy, boring, out of touch. That's why Salem News Channel is different. We keep you in the know. Streaming 24-7 for free. Home to the greatest collection of conservative voices like Dennis Prager, Jay Sekulow, Mike Gallagher, and more. Salem News Channel is unfiltered and unapologetic. Watch anytime, on any screen at snc.tv and local now channel 525 passion for his house and compassion for his people that is the word of the lord to us hallelujah passion for his house and compassion for his people may the lord fill us up with divine passion and compassion in jesus name amen hallelujah Mm-mm-mm. if you were to get to the ball game hallelujah and you see people running crazy because, you know, uh, their team is winning or their team is losing. Hallelujah. You are on the winning team. In fact, you are on the team that has won already. Hallelujah. So, won't you be excited for the Lord? Won't you be passionate for his glory? Shout unto God with a voice of triumph. Shout unto God with a voice of victory. For the Lord Most High is awesome over the nations, over his people. He will rejoice over his house. The Lord rejoices over you. Mm. Hallelujah. Mm-mm-mm. He will rejoice over you. He will rejoice over you. The Lord will take pleasure in you. The Lord takes pleasure in you. The Lord desires, oh, hallelujah, the company of his people. Mm. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Again, the word of the Lord to us is passion for his house, compassion for his people. Our text, Matthew 14, 13 to 16, and Matthew 15, 29 to 32. And in all of those scriptures, uh, you hear of the scripture saying, And Jesus had compassion upon the people, upon the multitude. And he had compassion upon them and he healed them. And he had compassion upon them and he called for you no know, to his disciples and said, Pray, I need more help here because the people need help. Yes, pray that some people will join me to help them. Mm. Our scripture prayer prompts Jeremiah 31 3. That's the first one. I want you to use these scriptures to pray. I want you to. Commit them to memory. I want you to know them. It's important to know scriptures. It's important to know scriptures. Know scriptures. Pray scriptures. Live out scriptures. Know the scriptures. Pray with the scriptures. And leave them out in your life. Jeremiah 31.3 The Lord has appeared of old to me, saying, Yes, I have loved you with an everlasting love. Therefore, with loving kindness, I have drawn you. And the second one is John 3, 16. Now you've got to know this. If you don't know this, you have not even entered kindergarten. You have not even started school at all. You need to know this by heart. If you don't know it by heart, we'll have to, no, we'll have to do something. We have to do something. We have to do something. John 3, 16. For God so loved the world... That he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. For God so loved the world, that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believes in him should not perish, 
but have everlasting life. Mm. That's a powerful scripture there. The whole of the Bible rests on that. The whole of the purpose of God rests on that. And like we heard during the sharing and caring, that heaven rejoices over one sinner that repents. Heaven rejoices. God rejoices. Angels rejoice over one sinner that repents. You get healed. You get a job. You buy a house. Whatever it is that happens to you, heaven doesn't rejoice over that. Heaven doesn't rejoice over those things. But if somebody gets saved, somebody comes to know the Lord, heaven rejoices. Because that is God's passion. That's God's heart. That's why he's saying he's one and only son. Why will he not rejoice? Wow. So this scripture, John 3, 16, is loaded. It's powerful. Let's say it again. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. And Psalm 145 verse 8. This is a very short one. The Lord is gracious and full of compassion, slow to anger and great in mercy. Psalm 145 verse 8. And the last one. This is a little long. You don't need to memorize all of that. But if you actually use it to pray, you'll find out that uh, it's in your heart. It's, it's already memorized. Isaiah 56 7. Isaiah 56 7. And it says, Even them I will bring to my holy mountain and make them joyful in my house of prayer. Their burnt offerings and their sacrifices will be accepted on my altar, for my house shall be called a house of prayer for all nations. Even them I will bring to my holy mountain and make them joyful in my house of prayer. Their burnt offerings and their sacrifices will be accepted on my altar. For my house shall be called a house of prayer for all nations. Amen. And who are the them that he will bring? That he says, I will bring them to my holy mountain. Who are the them? The foreigners. The foreigners. Those who are not part of his house. Those who are not part of his people. He says, I desire to bring them. I will bring them to my holy mountain. And I will make them joyful. If they were joyful before, he won't say I will make them joyful. I will make them joyful in my house of prayer. So my holy mountain that I will bring them to is also my house of prayer. And he says they come with their offerings, with their sacrifice. They come with their prayers. They come with their desires. They come with you know, their, their desires, the things that they need. They come with their problems. And he says those things will be accepted on his altar. So the holy mountain of God, the house of prayer is also the altar of God. And he says the reason why I will bring them is because my house, my holy mountain, my house of prayer, my altar, my house shall be called a house of prayer. A house of prayer for all nations, for all people, for all colors, 
for all languages, for all nations, for all nationalities. My house shall be called the house of prayer for all people. Strangers are welcome in my house. Amen. Wow. This is God's heart. This is God's desire. This is God's passion to bring all people to his house. Because the house of God is a house of therapy. It's a house of healing. It's a house of comfort. It's a house of consolation. It's a house of compassion. God's house is a house of comfort. A house of consolation. A house of compassion. Bring them to my house of compassion. I will have compassion on them. I will fill them up with joy in my house of prayer. Passion for his house. And compassion for his people. That is the word of the Lord to us today. What is passion? Lord, as we look into your word, as we continue to gaze on you, we ask that you open our eyes to see, open our ears to hear. Yes, open our arms, O Lord, to embrace you. Yes, and cause us, O Lord, to understand and to believe. Impart faith unto us in the name of Jesus. We are with open face. May we come with open face, with open heart. We are with open heart. Beholding as in a mirror the glory of the Lord. May we be changed into the same image. From glory to glory. Even that by the spirit of the Lord. In Jesus name. Amen. What is passion? What is passion? What's the definition of passion? I'm sure you agree with me that passion is a strong and powerful word. When you hear passion. You don't just hear passion, you also see passion. Passion moves you. Passion moves people. Passion causes things to happen. So passion is a strong and powerful word. Passion is a term used to denote strong and intractable or barely controllable emotion with respect to a thing or a person. It's a strong feeling. It's a strong emotion. Passion is an object of someone's love. Objects of someone's desire, affection, or liking. You, so you can say to somebody, you are my passion. Amen. And I want you to hear it, that the Lord is saying to you, you are my passion. You are my affection. You are my love. You are my heart. I want to love you. I want to have compassion on you. Do you have passion for something? Or you do, do you have passion for somebody? God has passion. And he has compassion. God uses people with passion and compassion, but especially when the passion is with compassion, God uses their compassion. Do you have compassion? If you do, God will use you mightily. Amen. Did you hear that? If you have compassion, God will use you mightily. Amen. Just a few things about passion and compassion. Passion is a powerful word. Passion is powerful, but compassion is more powerful. Passion is powerful, but compassion is more powerful. Now, there can be passion without compassion. There can be passion without compassion. Somebody can have passion, and they have no compassion. They can have passion, but there is no compassion. But listen to this. There is no compassion without passion. There is no compassion without passion. Just by the mere writing of the word, you see that compassion, Passion is part of compassion. 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 No compassion without passion. There is no compassion without passion. 
Amen. Compassion comes and goes with passion. Compassion comes alongside of passion. Compassion goes with passion. And both of them go into action. Compassion goes into action. Passion goes into action. Compassion does not just walk away without doing something about something or a situation called to his attention. Compassion does not just walk away, doesn't turn a blind eye, doesn't ignore, doesn't just walk away. Compassion takes action. Compassion does something about the situation. 